Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhardt, and this is episode eight. Now, the last couple of podcasts, I talked about a very low point that I was in. I got very vulnerable, and I talked about how lust had driven me down. It had caused me to lose my motivation. I was barely making plans to really do anything, getting out of bed. I was feeling sick, um, and it, it wasn't getting better until I began pressing into Holy Spirit. And when I began to press into Holy Spirit, He actually spoke to me and gave me some tools on how to get out of it. One of those tools was to write down tasks, however small they may be, and just cross them out. Like, for instance, today I was actually going to search for something on Groupon. He's like, why don't you just write that down? And so I it actually wasn't even on my list at the time. So he's like, "Was that? Is that? Is this something you should be doing on your list right now? And I was like, um, I haven't written down. He's like, just write it down and then do it in according to what you need to get done. So I was able to kind of switch on there. I wrote it down. I went back to doing what I was originally planning on doing before I got sidetracked, which I feel like I've, I've done a lot is I'll, I'll do something and I'll like go to my phone to check something or do something. I'll get lost in that for however long. So he kind of stopped me from doing that, brought me back. And then I came back to it a little bit later and I was like, oh yeah, I need to do this. So I checked my stuff on Groupon and then I was able to cross it out and get that dopamine release in my brain that actually motivated me to keep continuing to do more things. Now, here's kind of what happened when I didn't do that. What happened was I actually ended up buying a new video game recently and I'd just been kind of playing it. And last night I was, I was playing it for a few hours and I came out of my room and I was so just, my brain was foggy. I, I, I was low energy. I didn't know what I wanted. I was like, am I hungry? I kind of just want to eat because I'm bored, but I'm not hungry. Uh, do I want to like watch a movie, but I don't want to watch a movie? I was in this weird funk of just like a slump. And I was like, this is not okay. This is not good. This is not where I'm supposed to be right now. I was I was like, this is strange, and it's not like I just played video games all day. I, I had actually worked most of that day, and I kind of just came home. I was tired, and I just turned on the video games and just started playing, and this is kind of where it led me into. And I go, went to bed, and I was feeling so drained, and just, I, I felt like, uh, I don't know, just internally as if I was just dirty, like, I trying to figure out the best way to explain it but it just felt like I was needed a shower on the inside of my body because I I wasn't doing much then today there's a couple things I need to get done and then when I came home I, I was kind of tired I got home around five o'clock and I started doing the same thing I hopped on the video games and I was starting to feel the same pattern of that grogginess build on because I wasn't feeling that earlier and so what I did is like oh I need to make the list again. I need to stop what I'm doing and make the list. And so I, they meet, actually, right before I started making the list, I felt that I was feeling groggy. And I noticed when I was doing small tasks, it actually kind of got me in the momentum. And I saw dirty dishes in the sink. And so I was like, oh, let me just go clean a couple of these. And I started cleaning. I was like, oh, I need to write this down. So I went back and I wrote it down. And I wrote down a bunch of other things. I went back and did the dishes and I went back and wrote some more things down and just started crossing them off as I started doing them. Just small little tasks like take a shower, brush my teeth, uh, do the dishes, uh, started uh, read a little bit of the Bible, do all these little things. 
And I kid you not, my motivation and strength right now is high. I am so energetic at the current moment, and I was not a few hours ago. I was not yesterday. I didn't change anything to my diet. I didn't really exercise today. Actually, I'm not sure. I did some push-ups today. But yesterday, I didn't exercise, and I was already feeling good before I started doing that. And it really kind of opened me up. And what happened was I went to the grocery store, and as I went there, I was like, let me just turn on my lift, and maybe I'll get a ride closer there. I ended up picking someone up, and giving them a ride to the grocery store that I was going to. She was like right next to it, a couple stores down. And it was awesome because because I was in a good mood and because I was kind of just moving accordingly and as I was doing the list, I was kind of thinking of Jesus as I was doing it and I was talking to the Holy Spirit I was going through with it. I was kind of having some uh, uh, Bobby Connor videos in the background. I was just in a good mood. I was able to bring myself out of that funk because I followed what Holy Spirit had shared with me. And because of that, as I was in the car, I was actually just kind of able to talk about Jesus. I, I saw an opening and she's like, oh, what are you doing out here? I was like, I, I, um, I explained my work. And she's like, oh, did you go to school? I'm like, no, I actually went to ministry school for a few years though. And it just opened the door and I was kind of able to go in there and talk to her for a bit about Jesus. And at the end, I was like, hey, can I, can I pray for you? So we got out of the car. I helped her with some of the stuff out of my trunk and I got to pray for her. I got to pray that her back be healed and that her journey just continue forward. It was just an awesome detail, but I would not have done that if I had just kind of gone to the store out of my grogginess after playing some video games, just going into it without spending time with him. It it put me in this awesome mood that allowed me to be open to kingdom. It allowed me to be open to the opportunities that are around to me, but it truly came from Holy Spirit saying, in my, in my low point, here's a way to get out of it, and I just continued following it because yesterday I was not following it. I didn't write a single thing on my list. There were things on my list from the day before that I hadn't even finished yet, and I had a really like groggy, bad day, and I knew I was like, I was, it wasn't bad to where it was leading me to that low point, but it was bad enough to where I'm like, I don't want to be like this, and where I'm at right now because of the things I was following with the Holy Spirit was sharing me has been awesome. Now, a couple days ago, I started going through this program. It's Dan McCollum's 30-minute prayer workout. And what he does is he has a he t- brings up a country's music. And then he tells you some issues that are going on with the country and prayer targets that you can start praying. And then for about two to three minutes, he'll play that country's music. And so you could pray accordingly. And what I like to do is I kind of just like to stir myself up. I I like to kind of uh, begin to prophesy. And to simplify prophecy, it's just hearing from Jesus and saying what he's saying. Or he may show me a picture in my imagination, and I may pray according to that. For instance, uh, I think it was Israel or maybe not Israel. It was a country that had, it was illegal to be a Christian. Let me just put it that way. They were being persecuted heavily. And I saw a picture in my head of warriors, people who, who naturally know how to handle themselves, protecting them. And I saw them in my head. I saw a picture of them finding ways to kind of stay in the shadow and get from one point to another in a safe way. So I started praying that people will come towards them and be a protection towards them. I started praying that 
They would find safe ways to get around the city to preach the gospel without being caught. I, I also started praying. I started seeing pictures in my head of people catching them and just forgetting what they're doing. So I began to pray that people that catch them and are going to go tell on them to the police or authorities that may kill them, that they suffer immediate amnesia in that moment and completely forget what they just saw. These are pictures that I began getting in my mind. This is, this is what prophecy can kind of lean into. This is a piece of what that is. It, prophecy is a lot more than that, but this is kind of a piece of it and how we can interact with it. Now, what kind of came out of that is I had music coming up of countries that I had friends in. And when the country would come up, like I have a friend in Mexico, and when the Latin music started playing, I started thinking of him, and I started praying for him. And it was very interesting because Holy Spirit stopped me. He said, hey, I need you to pray for your friend. He's having some financial issues right now, and I need you to pray that he has massive financial breakthrough. There's things like in the works at the moment that are tied up, and I need you to release them and have them given to him immediately. And I sat there, I was like, I could do that, um, but question, if you're telling me he needs a financial breakthrough and you're telling me to pray for this, why don't you just do it? I mean, you're, you're the one telling me about it. Why don't you just get her done? And he's like, because it's your responsibility to be releasing these things on the earth. It's your place. You need to be trained on how to release things from the spirit into the natural. I could easily do this, but if I can have you do this and actually develop your senses and your power and your authority to actually release these things and speak love into your friend's heart, I'd rather have you do it. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, let's just do that then. <laughs> So I started praying for him, and I, I texted him. I'm like, hey, man, this is what I'm praying for you. And he's like, wow, this is what I needed right now. I have been having issues with that. This really hits hard, and it meant something coming from me to him. It meant that saying, God's thinking of you, and I'm your brother here, and I'm loving on you. And I had another encounter. I had different music come up that made me think of another friend, and I started praying for them. And... I just said something as simple as, hey, I'm praying for you. I mean, I was just praying for a whole bunch of different things. And they said, oh my gosh, are you serious? What are you praying about? Because I'm in this situation right now. And I was actually able to kind of switch what I was originally praying for and pr start praying for their immediate circumstance in the moment. Now, both of these encounters came from taking time to just pray. And for me, I don't always have the ease of just praying just as I walk through the day. It's kind of boring to me. So I, I have to switch things around and find my style. And the Holy Spirit was actually talking to me about this the other day as well. Because he's like, you know, you have to find your style the way that you like to do it because you're going to have passion. You're going to have desire to move towards that goal. And if you find your lane... You can truly go after it fully. Now, I was like thinking of this in my head, and he could tell that I was hesitant. He was telling that I needed more. I didn't have to say, Holy Spirit, tell me more. He, he, he knows me well enough to where, I mean, he's, he's very aware of my thoughts. 
So he's like, think of Smith Wigglesworth. Think of his praying style. It was very brunt, aggressive. It was straight to the point. And he's like, he's not going to go and pray like, like a little woman would who, who just goes after for hours and hours and hours, it, who may be speaking in a softer voice, who may come out and put their arms on your shoulders and comfort you. That wasn't his style at all. I don't even think he could do that. I mean, he probably could. I don't know him too well. Smith Wigglesworth passed away uh, quite some time ago, but he had amazing miracles in his life. I think the ones that m- stood out the most that he punched people. He would ha- people would have issues with their stomach, and he punched them in the stomach, and they'd be healed. He kicked a boy on a stage who I think was either dead, and he rose back up. I mean, who would ever do that? It was his style. It was so different from everything anyone's ever seen. They were going to attack Smith Wigglesworth. Like, what are you doing? You're crazy. And he's like, no, no, get away from me. <laughs> and the boy walked up and he, he was alive. Completely healed. He had a completely different way of doing it. So what I needed to do is I needed to find a way that allows me to pray that motivates me, that makes me passionate. And there's so many different ways of praying. It's ridiculous. I mean, I remember going to a class and they talked about, I think like 10, 12 different ways that you could pray. And they're like, this is just the most popular, but there's so many different ways. And what we do is we actually have a relationship with the one who created all forms of praying. He created the universe. He created the earth, the stars, the heavens. He can work through us to develop a new way to pray that matches our style. So what I like to do is I go I like to go around and figure out different ways that people like to pray, and I try them out. We had a gentleman coming in and talking to us a lot, and he would go out and he he would literally seek out new ways to pray as well. I kind of got inspired from him doing it, and he would show us lots and lots of different ways of praying, some that were really calm, some that were really aggressive. And for me, this worked. Playing, it was praying according to music, it was, it was patterned, it was structured, it was routine, and, and sometimes I really, really need that. It was, hey, this is what we're praying for. Here's some music to pray along with it. Go for two minutes. Boom, I could do that. That worked for me. And it opened the door to a lot more. It opened the door to a lot more, and I was able to touch my friends so that that way they felt loved. They felt heard by God. Their circumstances were actually able to change because of what I was able to speak into their life. This is what we're going after. These are the things that he's been talking to me about. And this is things that you can be talking to him about. My challenge for you, my challenge for you is, one, should you be making a list and crossing things off? Will that help you? Because this is my style. You're listening to a podcast about revealing my life. And so I'm telling you what works for me, but it may not work for you. So it leads to the second part. What's your style? Are you aware of what motivates you? Are you aware of things that kind of get you passionate? I mean, not things that you're just like naturally kind of a passion about, but things that can actually like turn you on. Like it's the key and the ignition. Like you could be really down and low and then something just turns on. Like for me, I turn the CD on. Boom, I'm on. I'm ready to go. 
I could be at a really low point. I turn this on. Let's start praying. The first few uh, minutes or maybe even 10 minutes may be really low and draggy, but it gets me going. Do you have something like that? Are you aware of what actually takes your energy away? Are you aware that brings you energy? For some people, it's just saying the name Jesus that gets them stirred up and they're just like, it, it turns on. It's like a million little people in their body saying, let's do this. So what do you have? What helps you? I'm going to leave you with that. Think about it. And then we'll come together on the next episode. See you then.